Welcome to another episode of the Dentology Podcast, where we discuss the business of dentistry. In this podcast series, we'll be discussing all the non-clinical aspects of dentistry, from goodwill values, finance, marketing, how to buy and sell a dental practice, mindset, through to where you can invest your money in team management issues. My name is Andy Acton, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris Trevens. Let's jump straight into it. So welcome to this special edition of Dentology, the Business of Dentology podcast. And today it's Chris and I, and we're just talking about something that's really important called management. Ah, management, the M word. That's right, yeah. And let's kick off with uh, Peter Drucker, who's uh, an amazing guy. And he says, management is doing things right. Leadership is doing the right thing. Oh, interesting. I like that. I like that. But it's true though, isn't it, actually? Management really is a bit like the implementation of what leadership decides and whether you're the same person or whether someone is the leader who then wants that vision delivered, you need someone to deliver it. I mean, how many times have we heard that people have done all this consultancy, got all this advice and then have failed to deliver it? They failed to implement it because of poor management. Yeah. Oh, and like you say, if you don't have those systems, the processes... Uh, the the follow through the services all designed and in place you can have the best vision and, and strategy yeah. and ideas in the world but someone's got to actually make sure it happens and yeah. that's that's the role of management and that's where people get disillusioned isn't it i think you know they they they, they might have someone who's helped them build their vision helped them build as a leader to you know but normally there's a cost attached to that and then when it's not delivered they then blame the, the failure on someone else mm. as opposed to actually you just didn't implement the management of the, the thing, the actual control of getting stuff done. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, you can have a great vision, but if you don't have a, a sales process, yeah. if you don't have a, a mechanism to generate people, your marketing's not very good. And then when the phone gets picked up, if the, they aren't well-trained people and you don't have a process in place to make sure that that happens in a routine and yes. a repeatable fashion, yeah. you know, the experience just doesn't follow through. Yeah. So you can never truly de- deliver your vision if you don't have those management systems in place. Yeah, and cu- customer service, you know, shouldn't be a surprise that it works. It should be a, a process. But mm. uh, a process needs creating and needs managing. You know, how many times have we said to people, you know, you you, you guys, you know, you've set up a brilliant website and you've got loads of people ringing you and then the phone answers and they say, can you hold please? And it's what's the point of that that that's a failure of management to deliver on the harvesting those opportunities everything you did up to the point to make the phone ring and then when the phone rings you then don't give that person your attention and you put them on hold yeah makes crazy and and that's that's a management process it's you know someone has to manage that process to make sure it happens I, i find it fascinating i mean we've talked about leadership before and there were four characteristics of leadership and i think the same applies with management there's four characteristics of management and i think the first one is is grip and and grip is understanding the budget the targets the trends it's the granular numbers that you need to keep an eye on so in a dental practice it like how many recalls are due this month it's just knowing those numbers you know within our business there's certain metrics that we just know because they're vital to the ongoing and, success of our and it's business. basics isn't it it's basics like about how much money did i make yeah what was my what was my turnover i think one of the things we we've said you know guys that have listened to us you know when we talk to people about evaluation they can tell us everything about their practice normally 
except for what their profit is. Mm. Because it's not a number that either they have ever calculated and two, possibly don't really see the relevance of it because they've always done okay. And the only thing they ever think about it is what my tax bill is going to be on yeah. my profit at the end of the year, which is probably nine months after the end of the year has happened anyway. It's nuts, really. Mm. And I think the second one is around clarity. And right. that's about planning, having clear goals, but clarifying with the people that are supporting you, your team, yeah. to make sure they know what it is they're going to be doing. They understand it and you're clear in your instructions. I think if you don't have clarity and then something goes wrong, it's easy to get frustrated because you didn't do what I wanted you to yeah, do. Yeah. But if I didn't clearly explain to you what, what I was expecting to be achieved, that's not really your fault, it's my fault. No, that's right. And also the thing is, isn't it, if you're not clear and have any clarity about what you want them to deliver, that gives that nice little grey wriggle room yes. area. So you can't actually, you know, you can't manage and, and maybe encourage and and challenge if you weren't clear on what you actually wanted because people will mm. find the gray area and be, oh well you didn't actually you weren't that specific mm. and you need to have clarity otherwise it, it does fall down and i think clarity links nicely to the third characteristic which is around delegation about clear roles clear responsibilities that's delegation don't dump it's it's being able to give people the opportunity to ask questions get feedback but put in place a structure where somebody's empowered to do what's required mm. as opposed to you just abdicate and say, can yeah. you just kind of get on with it? We've seen that happen oh. so often. And I think I think from the from, you know, I, I remember back to the banking days when you would have managers who did just, you know, abdicate responsibility. When someone abdicates responsibility, whilst it might seem quite cool for the manager who's abdicated it, what it's also saying to the person that you expecting to deliver something that really I'm not that interested, mm. you know, I'm, I'm I'm not that interested whether you deliver it, even though you actually are. It's a bit dismissive. It's almost like saying, well, you know, off you yeah. go, because because there's no structure around it. There's no management of what was actually being delivered. Even if you say, how'd you get on? They've just gone, mm. well, off you go. It's, it's sometimes I think it's it's almost foreseen as a confidence thing. I've got great confidence in my abilities, but I think it's quite often because I haven't got confidence in my own management abilities. So I'm going to let you loose, let you run with it. And then when you cock it up, mm. <laughs> I can then say, what's your fault? What's Not interesting, fault. a lot of what we talked about in relation to management is about providing a safe environment for people to thrive whereas when you see bad managers it's very dictatorial i'm telling mm. you what you need to do mm. that's a very 1980s way of thinking yeah, yeah i think yeah. now as a manager you know your job is to kind of be the orchestra you know you're, you're the person that's conducting the orchestra mm. i'm making sure that everybody's got all the tools they need to perform that is a kind of a modern mm. A modern way of, mm. of, of thinking. And almost a bit like, uh, and that sounds a bit naff really, but if we're going to fail, let's fail together. And if we're going to succeed, let's see, succeed together. Mm. Because you, you quite often can't necessarily blame a failure on one person's actions. You know, there are sometimes, you know, we haven't done something, but but quite often that's a failure then a management sometimes to, to support that person in the job that they're doing. It's a bit like, do you remember we used to say that it's, a, you know, you, you're sending out, you know, like a one-legged man to run the, the hurdles and yeah. guess what? He, he won't win because you mm. didn't manage him in the right situation. He wouldn't have been very good in hurdles, might be good in something else. And I, I, I think people think it's almost a passive 
but it's not. It's a real active oh, role. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think the last thing that falls under management is staying power. I think that you need to have determination. You need to have perseverance. You need to keep making sure that all those small things happen routinely. Mm. Management isn't something you do on a Monday morning and then forget about it until the following week. It really is. Mm. And like that word that you just used, active. Yeah. You have to be an active manager and you need to stay fully immersed in, in the process all the time to make sure that all those small things continue to happen. Yeah, it's like consistency, as you say. You know, you wouldn't run a train train network, would you? And you'd only check that it was all okay once a month. Yeah. You know, for the safety, you know, while the brakes worked. You'd, you'd want to make sure those brakes are actually working all the time. Mm. So, yeah, so, uh, exactly right. And, you know, I know we talked previously about leadership, but there's no doubt that whilst leadership covers kind of the authenticity, the, the focus, the inspiration, the self-belief, you can see where management overlaps and there's oh, a classic Venn diagram is, yeah, that, you know, you will in smaller businesses, you know, the leader will be the manager, but you might have a leadership team and you may have managers working with you and those managers need to have the grip, they need to have the clarity, mm. they need to be able to delegate and they need to be relentless in that determination mm. to make sure things happen. But it deals with the complexity of the business, doesn't it? And yeah. The delivery of what your, your what your vision and leadership role, you know, your leadership has defined where your vision goes. Management's about dealing with it and actually making it happen. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think you're right. I think when you look at the, you know, there's, there's certain cases where they cross over really nicely. Like, you know, leadership will be aligning the right people. But the management side of things would be getting them organised and getting the the right people in the right place. So you can see where there is a crossover between those two. They're yeah. not they're not separate, but when they fit together nicely, and you've got great leadership at the front end setting that vision, and you've got a, a good manager making sure that it's being delivered on mm. an ongoing basis, that's a, a well run business. Yeah, which, uh, you know another one isn't it? I suppose is leadership is about setting maybe the financial objectives of the mm. business. But management is making sure that that's then translated into budgets and monitoring yeah. and delivery because you, you need the two to work together, right? otherwise you won't mm. get a delivery. Of it. And it's easy to get carried away with leadership because it sounds more fun and yeah, yeah, more yeah, aspirational yeah, yeah. and a bit more glossy and management's about numbers and grip. and But they're both so important mm. because if you don't have one, you can't have the other. Yeah. And it works both ways and in reverse. And, and quite often, isn't it? It's, it is a, a different set of skills, really. But in most businesses, I mean, you know, what is it? There's five million small businesses in the UK mm. or something, you know, and nobody knows how many dental practices, but somewhere between 11 and 12,000. Most cases, that leadership and management is the same person. Yeah. So they've got to really work hard to be able to be a good leader and a good manager because it's probably in neither of their comfort set zones. You know, it's probably no. in neither of their skill sets. They've got to learn how to do it. Mm. But you're back to the fact of if they're not taught, they won't learn by osmosis. You know, I always think of my, my dad, you know, Bless him, but you know he was—he drove for sixty years and sixty years experience, and he was as bad a driver <laughs> as the day that he stopped driving as he was the first day. Just because you've done it for a long time, doesn't mean you're any good you don't. You know, I've owned my practice for thirty-five years, but yeah. doesn't necessarily mean you're a great leader or mm. a good manager. You've just done it for thirty-five years, and also I think sometimes you need to stop and work out what your priorities are. You know, mm. say as a manager, what are my management priorities what are the things i really need to focus on and make sure that they're nailed 
once they're nailed, you might move on to other management yes. responsibilities. Yeah, yeah, but definitely. you need to know what are the important things you need to know and control in your business. Because if you don't know the answers to those questions and you haven't even started asking those questions, you won't have a handle on where your business mm. is going. And then going back to your point about budgets and planning, you can't set budgets and plan if you don't know where you are and also where you're heading. Yeah, and, and how successful or not successful you'll be. You know, yeah. Whatever you might be doing with your sales and marketing, if you don't know if that's having an effect, then it's sort of wasted work, potentially wasted time and wasted money. Absolutely. Uh, it's, I think it's a, a whole massive sort of like area, isn't it? You know, we, we talk about it for a few minutes to give people a, a snippet. And also there's so much information out there. But I think one of the, the hardest things is actually getting people to implement stuff. Yeah. Because you can read as many books as you like. And in fact, you can go to as many consultants as you like. But until you actually want to do it yourself all yeah. it becomes is just words and a, exactly. words and, a bit of and i guess if this sparks people into some action where they just start to look at themselves mm. and, and how they manage their business then i think we've had a result yeah i do as well definitely thank you for listening to this episode of dentology where we discuss the business of dentistry if you like what you heard please do subscribe where you found this episode that would be amazing and also follow us on instagram